Bush, how about introducing tonight's podcast in the style of a robot? Doing it in the style of a robot, yes. The Bush 3... Would I be called like the Bush 3000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I will happily end it as uh, uh, RichBot100. Is it a saucy robot your one or not? Just like, what is top of, what's your <laughs> line wait, of work? You'll have to wait and see. You'll have to wait, wait and see. find out. I can't wait. <laughs> you are listening to Home Time. Bush and Richie here. Please enjoy our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Slight malfunction at the end there. Do you like a bit of a... Just, just acting in the role. Malfunction. Bad robot. Sorry, Richie. I can't let you do that. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. One Hometime show, eight playlists that you can enjoy it on and you can listen to them all through the free Absolute Radio app. It's the same with the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. This is Hometime. It's Bush and Richie. How are you? So, it's, well, I tell you why I am. I'm really tired. Like I said at the start of the show, <laughs> really, like really, really tired. Anyone else's kids being sleep nightmares during the lockdown? Uh, Thea, our youngest, is being, um, should we call her a sleep pest? Although the actual word I've been using is a lot harsher and I can't use it on the show. <laughs> like, let me just sum up, right? Last night is just a, just a kind of example of how things have been going. This is her itinerary last night. If you listen to the end of the show last night or listen to the podcast, she'll be across this. 6.45, she did a poo in the bath. Okay? <laughs> so that's what a way to start. 6.45, poo in the bath. Book and bed. So she was in bed by 7.15. Rattles the bars of her cot uh, with her bedpan like a prisoner in a movie from the 1960s, one in their lawyer. Right the way through till nine. Finally goes to sleep no. at about 9.15. 9 is two and, two and a bit hours in bed. Think, okay, brilliant. Finally can have a beer, watch telly or whatever. Because before that, we were sat eating our tea on our lap at about half nine with her screaming upstairs. And then she's back up again, back up at 1 a.m. Like, hey, dad, where are we going? and hands me a dummy like, okay, let's go on into town and have an adventure. Uh, and has the audacity to go to her little book basket and pull out her favourite reading book at the moment, which is ironically called I Can't Sleep. Uh, and want me to read that to her at like two o'clock in the morning. Back down to bed at 3.15. And I don't know whether it's like a lockdown thing or the kids are starting to climb the walls a little bit or the fact that it's uh, lighter later. Anyone else's kids being a nightmare during this whole business? I don't think it's just Thea Bush. Um, I've got a variety of different ages, uh, two, uh, 14 and 17 uh, in this household. Um, yeah. And the teenagers, because everyone, we're all without, we're all without uh, routines at the moment. Last week, uh, I think I mentioned to you, my son Charlie fell asleep on the bed behind me in his bedroom uh, during the show. I didn't even realise he was in here. Uh, and that was like, you know, five o'clock in the afternoon. So I think we're all all over the place. So well, if you've got, this isn't just for younger kids, like Richie says. I think teenagers are almost so out of sync now, they're almost nocturnal. If you have a nightmare sleep-wise going on in your household, or you've got any tips, you might be a bit of a snake charmer on how to get kids to go to sleep when it's lighter later, 8 to 12, 15 to drop us a text, or you can tweet the incident desk at Absolute Radio. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
getting the vibe from other people who've got in touch with the show so far this evening that it's quite a similar story across a lot of households in the UK. Even our very own Ben Burrell from the No Repeat Guarantee here on Absolute Radio uh, has just tweeted me to say that his little girl Agnes is up at half five on the door every single morning, usually doing an animal impression. He says <laughs> Snake is her current favourite. Pray for Ben. Pray for Ben. Uh, Nigel says, mine think it's okay to stay up half the night and sleep most of the day. They're 11, 15, 16 and 19. So uh, it's chiming with him. And Neil says, I'm going to wake my 10-year-old at 7.20 next week in preparation for her return to school. Uh, She's also been up till I go to bed at 11, despite being put to bed at 9. See, this is the interesting thing, right? Because all of our attention at the moment is trying to get Thea to go to sleep, our eldest, Erin, is just loving it because she's like, you know when you're a kid and you want to stay up, you, you try and stay low level, don't you? Stay, yeah. Don't say anything. Don't draw yeah. attention to yourself. You might be able to stay up past the 10 o'clock news. That She is capitalising on all the focus being on Thea at the moment. So <laughs> I would say those, those older kids are getting away with it. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Talking about strange nocturnal activities. Uh, first of all, the birds were agitated. Do you remember that? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Now it seems our kids aren't sleeping. Something's going on during the lockdown. If you all aren't sleeping, get in touch and find a community of support. But if you've got any tips to get them to go to sleep as well, we'll welcome them too. Bush, can I just clarify here? Are you saying that the the youngsters of the UK and the birds are in some kind of cahoots? I feel like there's something going on. You know, like uh, if, if there's something about to happen where you might have uh, birds flying from trees or, or doing strange behaviour. I feel like there's something going on with the planet at the moment where everything's slightly unsettled. I mean, man, if you stick the news on for five minutes, you can certainly see that. Maybe it's all part of one weird thing. We're all in one big sci-fi movie together. And as if by magic, uh, my toddler shouting in the background. Uh, Kieran says, uh, my two-year-old is deciding to lift up her mattress and sit on the wooden panels of her bed instead. You lift that's, her up and you put the mattress back. She does it again. That is not genuinely. That's like sitting on the roof in strange ways, throwing tiles <laughs> yes, down at the police, isn't it? There's one for the kids. Zoe says, "My little girl, who's seven, doesn't like the light nights. She usually messes around for ages before finally getting in bed. Uh, she's nasty tired the next day. Add that to uh, into the mix. An eleven-year-old brother whose mission it is in life to wind her up. Joyous. Nikki reporting. It's not just the kids. She says, "I have no kids, but the cat has taken to walking around the house between four and six, shouting her head off because it's too warm. The birds are awake and she's bored. Like I said, sci-fi movie. Something's going on. And then Charlie adds, uh, ever since lockdown." started we've had to stay in the bedroom with our older girls who are four and five until they go to sleep wouldn't be so bad but they're not going down until 9 p.m so which means we're not having our tea till gone 10 p.m and we get zero downtime it's unbelievable chris tweets to say the only thing that made ours sleep was a full day at nursery i used to love nursery he was asleep by 6 p.m we used to eat crisps and chocolate in our pants on the settee (laughs) on our own this is it. That's what's going on because obviously the childminder nursery thing, you know, uh, the lovely Pauline who our daughter goes to, it's, she's not obviously working at the moment because of the whole lockdown and everything. Normally when she goes to, to nursery, she's shattered and straight to bed when she gets back, but none of that's happening at all. Here's a really interesting one from Matt in Exeter who says the full moon is causing restless nights. Now, that's interesting because that plays with us as well. Because I, I, look, I haven't want to add it into this. I had a terrible night's sleep last night and I'm not a kid. I'm 43. Well, there you go. Richie is restless too. 
very, very strange. I'll tell you who isn't restless. Uh, Paul Clinton's lad. Um, we're talking about teenagers being a nightmare as well. Going to bed really late, not getting up until one or two in the afternoon. Uh, he's tried to prove a point here by tweeting us. He's put the hoover next to his son's head. His son is in bed asleep and he won't wake up. Listen to this. The lad's not even moving. He's in his pyjamas. You're kidding. Classic That's bit of dad amazing. work. <laughs> yeah. well, I love actually, it. Actually sounds a little bit like this text here. It says, try some white noise on your phone. Similar to the Hoover, I guess. Uh, for getting kids to sleep. My youngest Donovan will only sleep with it on, although sometimes I put the wrong video on on YouTube and he'll wake up in the middle of the night with ads for mobile phone games playing through the house. <laughs> Candy Crush Saga, subliminal advertising for you right there. We've tried white noise. That doesn't work either. Next suggestion, please. 8, 12, 15. Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. It's the Hometime Show with Bush and Richie. Midweek mayhem, it's a Wednesday night. Hopefully on the way next, we should be connecting, second time lucky, with top comedian Johnny Vegas from his home. <laughs> yeah, on that, fingers crossed. I've just had a message from downstairs from my wife saying, I've just put Disney Plus on. Let me know if there's any problems and you need me to turn it off. Uh, this is because over the last 10 weeks, whilst we've been doing the show from home, I have been operating a strictly no-streaming-anyone-else-in-the-house policy uh, to give you a stable signal from my bedroom uh, to wherever you're listening right now. Uh, Disney Plus is clearly violating this rule that I've had over the last 10 weeks uh, but obviously uh, parenting downstairs is uh, proving a little bit of a struggle this afternoon so uh, fingers crossed that Moana is not going to stop play. Do you know what? It must be like a military dictatorship round of your house, right? Because you've got that machine that tells you when anyone's using any electricity and now you're monitoring the bandwidth. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Wednesday night with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. We are triers here on the Hometime Show. And if something doesn't work at first, we keep on trying. Monday, we had tech issues. They kind of torpedoed our attempts to check in with comedian Johnny Vegas. He sounded like a northern robot in a deleted scene from one of the new Star Wars movies. But we got a second attempt. And by the power of the internet, I think we got him back. Johnny, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Great to be here. Johnny, the nation have been waiting for this. Um, You've been been keeping us on tenterhooks. I'm I'm just rubbish with technology, what can I say? It's that um, (laughs) during lockdown, it's been, can you set up on Bonac? Can you use your phone for this? Have you got decent headphones? And you're going, I'm barely able to dress myself. (laughs) So these are big asks. And the people who would normally sort this out for me can't come near me. So, yeah, I, I can only apologise. It's been, do you know what I mean? It's been yeah, yeah. just to have I, a straight conversation, hasn't it? How, how have you been during lockdown? Have you, have, you, have you used technology to keep in touch with people? You've been doing, uh, you know, family pub quizzes on Zoom chat and stuff. What have you been doing? It's shocking, but I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with stuff like that. My sister said, well, you know, we're, we're having a, an online um, party. We're all going to get together. We're going to have a cocktail doing. You go, no, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) It won't be the same. I'm not slamming anyone who's done it, but you're going, I'm not spending four hours sat in front of a screen. (laughs) Watching watching my brother-in-law slowly slope off to the side (laughs) after his ninth can. 
and then start taking issue with me because me and my sister went to art school and he didn't. <laughs> so and if it's, if it's not been... Um, if it's, if it's, you know, and he suddenly goes, what's wrong with being a plasterer? And he goes, nothing. Nobody said there was. <laughs> if it's not been um, tech versions of pub quizzes, then what has been the uh, the standout bit of, uh, of 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 being locked down for you? Is it been DIY around the house? Has it been uh, has it been suddenly becoming a cook? I've seen Sunday brunch. It might not be that. Well, <laughs> the cooking is a sore subject because I don't know if you saw my Twitter stream, but I managed to blow up my cooker. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what were you cooking? I saw that. There was some kind of stuff around your hob that you were tinkering yeah, around with. A, it's a very working class thing. I was merely trying to make a Dolce de Leche. <laughs> with a, with a, a frozen um, cheesecake. Jamie Oliver owes me money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I left it on the boil and forgot about it, and they, they just went off like grenades. <laughs> Just heard this massive bang in the next room, and uh, it took out the hood. The ceiling's gone. Oh my! And Lord. when you try and tidy it up, it, I'm sorry, but it looks like a dirty protest. So I've, it's, it's that wasn't a great morale booster. <laughs> uh, on the DIY side, it's been it's been it's been very really good because I've I've digged out loads of old photos. I've I've, I've had the house, but I've not. I've had it for years, but I've not really been here. You know, between work and being in London with my son, I mean, son in Dublin. So I'm, I've, I've, I've had time to fill the walls and put a bit of personality into the place and and, and dig out actual photos. I'm, I'm, I'm almost on a campaign now to go, let's pull back from digital. Because because everything goes, you have it all on on cameras and phones and stuff, and you never see it again. It just disappears. No, no, because it becomes one of a thousand. And when you want to chop that picture down or print it off, you go into Boots and plug it in. (laughs) Somebody stood over your shoulder as you go through your whole photographic history, (laughs) looking for one shot from a family party. Um, I almost want to take my son to a, a photography, you know it was that thing, wasn't it? Picking up your 24 prints in your lunch hour. Oh, yes. Totally, yeah. man. Who's got the best light picture that was taken at an airport because you just want to use up the film? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the other thing about those were sometimes they'd come back with little stickers on and it was the insult of actually having your holiday uh, your holiday snaps reviewed by someone behind a counter in oh, booth I... saying, this one's overexposed or this one's blurred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I had a mate who worked in boots and it was like, this one's inappropriate. <laughs> there was a guy who used to come in and he went, basically, every photo we gave him back, we said, we've had to put an inappropriate sticker on. And he went, it's my wife. <laughs> what's your problem? Uh, Johnny, yeah. what's, your, what's your lockdown outfit been? Have you been trying to dress smart for work or have you been sports casual? No. What, what's your look? I ever dress smart for work. <laughs> That's a good point. Come on. That's a good point. That, that, as a question, as a muted. Um, no, I've, it's been slobbish, but I've, I've, I've been out in the days. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's been it's been jeans, and to be quite honest, uh, promotional, not promotional, but T-shirts for different charities that we've been working with. I'm not trying to drag that into the conversation, uh, but it, it, um, it's been that because if we're doing self-visits, you know what I mean? Yeah. Safety and all that. So I've been working off, I must admit, in my sort of naivety, me and my son came up now and we packed so a, 
a week worth of clothes and I wish, you know what I mean? I brought more gear. So anyone see me out and about, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> you're rocking that you're rocking that look again <laughs> well look tell us because you have been helping out with the charities as well particularly um you've you've been you've been using your voice for the nhs charities together for this hope the rainbow fairy campaign so tell us about the idea what's what's what's, what's been going on with this that was it was that was a friend of mine from from college um his wife illustrated and said would you would you mind if you got a copy i didn't realize it was going to be quite the huge thing it's become would you mind filming yourself and just reading a version and again with the temporary teeth it was yeah. <laughs> when we got caught <laughs> <laughs> i'm never survived <laughs> and i started directing myself which you should never do you know what i mean so 50 takes later i had i had one that i was happy with but it's a book that fundamentally um Gives hope to children that you know what I mean. This won't be forever. Yeah. And yeah. um, explaining lockdown, but I think when you when you've got preschool children, you know what I mean, and younger kids, it's it 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 explains it in a way that that's entertaining, but also as I say, hopeful that things will get back to normal. Because it's a strange, it's a it's a weird weird time for them trying to process this. You know, we know what's going on. How do you explain to your children what's going on without sort of scaring them, without tapping into too much of the, you know, the Grim Brothers? So, um, so it's that. It's just a book. It was a book I read it, and that, uh, lots of other great names got involved and read it, and it's now doing phenomenally well. So I'm just absolutely made up, and all the money's going towards uh, NHS charities. And it's a weird one, isn't it, raising money for the NHS? Because on, on one hand, that's a brilliant thing to be doing. At the, at the other hand, sometimes you feel like, should we, you know, should we be have to, should we have to be raising money to to for such a vital cause like NHS? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's that's a big thing because this has been going to and fro on social media. This isn't going directly to the NHS. These are charities that the NHS support. Okay, cool. They were in place. A long time before lockdown, or before any of this, you know what I mean? Because mm. I, I do fully understand that people go, it, it, it shouldn't be, especially when everybody financially is in dire straits. Um, you know, why are we supporting an NHS that we already pay for? So they, well, they, it's they almost more like you always feel like I feel bad that people have to raise money for the NHS. You always feel like that should be something that's funded, and it should be a priority anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's yeah. the thing with it sometimes, you know. Well, with this whole thing to protect our NHS, I sincerely hope it stays in place once we're through all this. Do you know what I mean? And and and, and it's remembered what they did. If you if you yeah. if they've always been pro NHS, it's no surprise the amazing work they've done. I we've virtually, you know, the last three years, uh, I would say we've been like season ticket holders. <laughs> with, my, with my parents, you know what I mean? And you're in yeah. and out and you get to know the staff on first name basis uh, and all that. And I've never been shy of, of, of saying publicly on social media how grateful I am and, and, and the debt we owe them. But um, it can't just be a PR thing. And we don't want the NHS going back to that thing of slowly whittling it down to yeah. something, putting resources. Once, once, once life returns to the new version of normal, make sure they're made a priority. Definitely. 
you know. And I don't want to get too deep on, on, on you know, I've, it's been a big thing through this because being, being out every day, um, talking to folk, it, it, it's something of trying not to make this political because we're all in sort of survival mode. If, you know what I mean? And it's not one side, it, it's not political, it's, it, it's, it's bigger than that. But if, the, it, it, if something comes out of it where the NHS will be reminded that just what, do you know what I mean? Just how vital it is, what it makes us as a country is the NHS. Free how you look after your weakest members is how you judge the strength of a society. Absolutely. Well said, Johnny. Well, look, it's a great idea. Well, um, now I've got to go in the garden and get it with a crusted pie. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Far out of control. I know. I've got to put a custard pie on a pole and ask my son to hit, it, hit me with it. Now, considering we've been in lockdown together, I'm like, do it comically. <laughs> don't, don't, don't express your inner rage towards me. <laughs> well, Johnny, it's a fantastic idea. It's good of you to uh, get involved with that, and we'll look out for it as well. Uh, what is for dinner tonight? Uh, as we, uh, as we, uh, as we end our time with you, what, what is, uh, what, what are you cooking tonight? The uh, move on from the the dolce leche disaster. What is cooking in house yeah, Vegas? Yeah. What I can cook with what remains of my cooker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's old school Wednesdays. So oh, that's out of that. Yeah, old school Wednesdays. We're having spam fritters. Brilliant. Oh wow. Brilliant. Have, where do where would you even get your hands on uh, that kind of uh that kind of delicacy? Yeah, delicacy. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of back alley, you know, safe distance. <laughs> Meet at a car park. They slide it over, you slide the money and they slide yeah. the uh, the fritters over. Yeah. Leave the money there, and uh, you'll find the spam in, in the boot of your car. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a threat. No, do you know? Do you know? It's really, really. It's because my son lives in London, and being up here, I don't know if it's something I should be proud of. But I've I've been northernising him, and I now he now has butties with his tea. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant. Do you know, what? I've always had bread and butter. My family are from Liverpool and everything. And they, they've, I've always had bread and bread and butter with literally anything, even like a yeah. Chinese takeaway. I have bread and butter on the side. But actually, since I've lived down south, that's been frowned upon as like something that's a bit too much. But we feel like you should I bring went, it back a bit. Yeah, I went up with someone and she was horrified at the end of a Sunday lunch that three of us got up, got bread, and mopped up the grave. <laughs> you know. Isn't isn't the roast in itself enough? And you go, no, you don't you don't understand. It's a thing of you leave a clean place. It's a ritual, so isn't it? It is a ritual. When I'm having posh chips, oh with yes, crinkle chips, but a bit of grated parmesan. Oh, this just gets better and better, Johnny. I know it's it's a this is a heart buster. Is there a sauce going on this? Is there any sauce or like? There's a wet bit of this or not? Um, ketchup. Mayonnaise. I'm a bit Americanized. I like mayonnaise with my chips. I like ketchup from my fritters. And um, <laughs> but because in the style of the meal, sticking with the tone of it, um, it's not a deconstructed one. Uh, frozen peas and sweet corn. Oh, wow! Marvelous. It's all going on. It's all. It's a <laughs> rainbow of plate. It is. Uh, Johnny, do you mind if we, if we open? Go on, sorry, sorry. The bread's got to be buttered with cold butter. Because you've got to have that melt factor when the chips hit it. 
He's thought of everything. Johnny, do you mind if uh, we, th- we open the floor on this t- uh, to our listeners to come up with a good retro uh, drink to accompany your meal this evening? I mean, there's a, oh, there's a wide range. Yeah. The Absolute Radio <laughs> listeners could pick you guys a good retro drink, maybe like a, a quattro or something like that. <laughs> whoever, whoever comes up with the best retro drink will award a winner and then we'll, on social media, harass that company to send them some freebies. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what a wonderful idea. Excellent. 8, 12, 15 for your text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. It's all sorted. Yeah. yeah. You know when you get on the shows where you match up the wine to the meal? Yeah. <laughs> the perfect accompaniment to my spam fritters, cheesy chips, <laughs> peas and sweet cob. We could call the TV show Pound Shop Sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? How good would yeah. that be? I'll make me some pretend he's front of house. Oh, that would be good. So, in 10 minutes, he can find you a seat unless you, uh, you give him a five pound note or something. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Just flash the couch. We well, listen, uh, Johnny, amazing to a, chat to you. We haven't, we haven't made a reservation, but. Uh... <laughs> well, listen, man, amazing to chat to you. Great to see you doing so well. Uh, Thank you for getting involved with Home Time. Uh, and best of luck with Hope the Rainbow Ferry. You can go online, uh, download the activity pack for your kids now, and keep everybody sane and raise some money in the process as well. Johnny Vegas, thank you so much. Fabulous. Cheers, Cheers Johnny. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It was good to have Johnny Vegas on the show earlier on, our celeb at home tonight. If you missed it, you can catch up on the podcast when that uh, drops later. I think that's what the kids say, drops. That's, that's uh, what but, they call uh, I'm sure Johnny's, <laughs> Johnny's listening still right now, uh, waiting to find out what you're suggesting is the perfect drink to go with his old school Wednesday, uh, which is uh, the meal in his house of spam fritters and chips. Uh, but we need Ooh. a drink to go with it, please. It's fantastic. And big thank you to Johnny Vegas for uh, kindly allowing us and our home time listeners to choose the drink accompaniment for his old school meal this evening. Can I throw my hand in the ring with Quattro? Do you remember Quattro had a kind of a, it was like a day glow drink with a kind of crazy Tron style <laughs> bit of the future can. I don't know what, I can't remember what it tasted like, but it was, it was very vibrant. Uh, well, look, uh, this is how Coca-Cola wanted it to be uh, looked at at the time. Uh, Fruit-flavoured carbonated drink, uh, and it was, yeah, 1982 to 1989, but only in the UK. Wow, so we were very specifically targeted with Quattro. He should have a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, he should do. Uh, Clark yeah. suggesting Dandelion and Burdock, which, I mean, yes, it's a little bit retro. I'm suggesting it's a little bit too healthy to be going with Spam Fritters and Chips. Uh, our producer Adem, very good shout with Shandy Bass. I always, we had this like rumour that if you drunk enough cans of it, you could get drunk at the age of 11 or 12 <laughs> off the back of the ice cream van, but I'm not too sure. <laughs> so look, if you've got a suggestion for the perfect drink accompaniment, I think we called it Pound Shop Sommelier a bit earlier on, the perfect old school drink accompaniment for Johnny Vegas's uh, old school Wednesday's tea, 8, 12, 15, step into the light. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Andy, originally from St Helens, says being from St Helens, Johnny would appreciate Barton's Lime Pop delivered to him by the Pop Man. Wow, the Pop Man. Isn't there a thing like this? Is it the Corona Man? Obviously, it was the Corona Man thing now. You wouldn't get him any, many jobs or orders doing that these days, would Be you? Tricky. That's for sure. 
It would be tricky. Tracy Morrissey says the best accompaniment to spam fritters and chips is, and I've not even thought about this in donkey's years, Tab Cola. Wow. Wow. What about that? Uh, Louise in Bristol says, uh, Cinzano Bianco said in your best Essex accent. And Katie Todd recommends a nice glass of Lambrusco. Ooh. Plenty for Johnny to choose from. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. There's a bit of a why don't you feel to the final hour. Uh, there's a programme for the kids to look up. Uh, do you remember why yes. don't you, Bush? Uh, switch off your television set and go and do something outside that's better instead. <laughs> always in Northern Ireland. Always in Northern Ireland. The Belfast crew. The reason why I mention it is because we're all getting uh, plenty of deliveries whilst we're uh, at home during lockdown. Uh, the thing about getting your deliveries is uh, all the cardboard that is building up at home. And the reason it's building up is because it's not so easy uh, to go to the tip at the moment as well. So I wondered whether anybody else is in the same situation uh, as in this house here, uh, where there are some cardboard creations going on. Uh, yesterday, uh, a box turned up that uh, my wife has turned into a rocket uh, for our two-year-old Rocco. Rocco's rocket is out in the garden right now. Uh, wow. It's uh, been moored down by uh, a terracotta flower pot because it'll go off in the uh, in the wind any minute. Uh, but I wondered whether there was anyone else who was being crafty with cardboard. Joe, it's interesting timing that because obviously NASA have just gone back into space and stuff like that as well. So I'm sure Rocco's rocket is part of the space program that's yes. been re-energised there. What kind of um, loadout has it got? A couple of rockets on the back and stuff like that, or what is it? So it's it's got uh, it's got from what I can see, it's got a couple of wings, uh, some impressive flame plumage coming out of the bottom of it. It's yeah. uh, got the your stereotypical conical tip at the uh, top, uh, and the control panel is somewhat simple. Looks to me, I'm sure it's not, it looks to me like two washing up bulbs uh, are the dials of the dashboard as well. It looks like it, but it's not because it's state of the art technology, which absolutely that's, that's just what it absolutely 100%. That's good. I like that. I mean, we did weirdly, we did a, we put a load of um, like cardboard. It makes you feel slightly ashamed. I think it's like the new, you know, previously it was like trying to put too many bottles out with your recycling it makes the neighbors look at you. I feel like I put so much cardboard out this morning for our bin day that I was almost slightly ashamed of myself, but also ashamed of the amount of packaging that comes with just a tiny yeah. little diddy thing is a huge box. So yes, anyone doing some good cardboard crafting, let's get them on. Hey, and the good thing is, as my wife pointed out, as the weather turns a little bit, we'll just leave it out in the garden. And when it starts to get wet and soggy, it'll be easier to put in the bin. And in the meantime, you could go down and do the big shop in it if you get stuck for transport at the weekend. <laughs> Why in the rocket? 81215 for your text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. If there's something that you've done with the cardboard, you want to boast about it and share, let us know. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we've ended up making a rocket out of a giant cardboard box uh, for our two-year-old, Rocco's Rocket. Hey. What a clever name. Have you done anything crafty with your cardboard? Boast about it. Uh, do you know what, Richie? Our producer, Adam, pointed this out, and I, I feel it is incumbent on me to mention it on behalf of the Hometime audience. If you look at the photo, it's a brilliant rocket. Your wife's done a fantastic job with the painting and everything. But it's, is it called Rocco, Rocco 2? On there. Yes, the rocket is Rocco 2, yes. Okay, so it was. Uh, what happened to Rocco 1? Is there, is there a bad story about that? You're kind of smoothing over. <laughs> what, whatever happened to that first prototype? 
<laughs> Don't worry. Uh, there's not a lost mission out there. I, I think it's more reflective of his age rather okay. than um, a prototype rocket. <laughs> it's, it's not come down in some woods just outside the wear limits. <laughs> or something like that, is it? Fine bits. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to throw my hand in the ring with this. I, I have made one thing out of cardboard for both my daughters. Obviously, there's a big age gap between them. It's like one's 10 and one's two. But both at different times in their life, they've loved this thing. And it's dead easy to make. Uh, you know, uh, used up and, and about to be put in the bin, uh, loo roll holders, just the cardboard yep. tube you get in the middle of a loo roll. Some computer writing drawn on the front of that and buttons and dials. Fantastic little gauntlet for your run-of-the-mill time traveller. Give that one a go. That always works a treat. <laughs> Speaking of gadgets like that, Matthew Lambert's made his boy a proton pack. Absolutely fantastic. All sorts of boxes involved there, but looking like something straight out of Ghostbusters. A little bit more simple from Lee Ball. Me and my son have started a sea turtle today. Uh, uh, and it really, it really is wow. just, um, well, what, how can I describe this? It's a flat turtle. It's just a flat turtle. Hey, it's a turtle. <laughs> it's a start. Do you know what, right? If you don't want to do sit down and do maths and arithmetic with your kids, and I'm, this is what I'm clinging my hopes on with this thing here, do do that and call it an art project. Make someone out of couple for crying out loud. Do yourselves a favour. <laughs> Some great pictures coming into the show. Chris has just tweeted a photo of a playground for Lego people. I presume that's for his children. Otherwise, Chris, we need to have a chat. But it's got a Tracy Island vibe about it, and it looks good. Tropical Island feel. Uh, Gemma made a cardboard shoot slide on the stairs, says it was up for three weeks. It's obviously a good one, till she caught a toe on it and almost killed herself. Oh, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, this one here from Joe says, uh, made a full-sized Wally, the robot for my four-year-old. And Harry in Aylesbury says, uh, hi guys, sadly for us, a bit boring, reusing Amazon packaging for eBay sales. That's good, it's using up and not wasting stuff, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Captain Thea's pirate ship is made from a box uh, from her sister's buggy. Uh, her sister, by the way, due in August, says this text. Keep them coming, oh. 8, 12, 15 or tweet to set Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Boys, 15 years ago, my daughters made a spaceship out of the cardboard box. A new dishwasher came in. Uh, they had loads of fun sitting in it for hours, drawing controls on it and generally being kids. After a couple of months of walking around it, I finally decided I'm going to throw this out. They, they still give me grief about it to this day. That's, that's kind of a compliment, though, that it was such a brilliant part of their lives that they actually missed it. So that's a good thing. True. Trying to, trying to, trying to pull positives out of it. Uh, you could, of course, use it for games. Tom says, big shout out to the recycling team at Rygate and Banstead Borough Council, who took all of this last week, and he's included a huge photo of a massive amount of cardboard boxes out the front of his house. He says, it won me a series of bets with my family. All winnings going to the NHS COVID efforts. That's great. What a game. They took it. Good work all round. Uh, not during lockdown this particular text says but a few years ago my wife guilt tripped me into making a thunderbird 2 out of cardboard for my son to play in i even went to the shops to get a paint match he loved it and i was a cool dad for a while oh buys you a bit of time it's fleeing isn't it that goodwill <laughs> uh, and i love this is a weird one uh, guys it's sandy and high peak here which sounds like something like twin peaks he says i'm currently using all the corrugated cardboard to make air rifle targets very absorbent <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, by the way, very quickly, uh, do have a look on Twitter. We've been talking about stuff you've made out of cardboard tonight. Uh, John Gibbons has said, out of cardboard, my son and I make an, uh, made an arcade machine. And he's actually put the tablet into a load of cardboard boxes and then <laughs> stuck them together. It, it, and he's put the Xbox controller coming out of it as well. Absolute genius. So You're winning, John. It's your... brilliant. He is winning tonight. Um, I've had, just, just to clarify, I've had the Hoover in the room with me for most of this week whilst we've been doing our shows, obviously broadcasting from home, because I said that I would Hoover our eldest daughter's bedroom for as compensation for me being in here and using it as an office, <laughs> which I've not done up until now. My other half, Katie, has just warned me during that last song that if I don't Hoover it now, uh, she's going to take the Hoover away from me. So <laughs> I know this is a bit, um, obviously, household life getting in the way of job. But do you mind if I hoover during this last bit of the show because I'm going to need to get it done now. I'll just say goodbye hey, look, to mate, everyone. This point yesterday, you were actually leaving the show to clear away poo from a bath. So uh, the fact you're hoovering during our last piece of the show, I think is an improvement. It's an improvement. So listen, cheers, guys. Here we go. Here's Henry Hoover. He knows where the on switch is. That's impressive. There we go. We'll see you That's tomorrow. Right. Four plus. Come on, here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's really picking all that up. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Right then, so uh, obviously I did my robot at the beginning to introduce the show. Richie promised us his robot to end things. Very intrigued by this to see how it's going to play out. Richie, take it oh, away. Mate, I am so sorry. This is really awkward. But during the podcast, uh, the motherboard of the robot uh, died. So uh, right. Richbot... 100 uh, doesn't work right now. No, no, I'm you can't really do that to sorry. us. You can't do that to us. Hey, we've got, we got literally 15 to 20 listeners of this podcast who are waiting <laughs> to find out what your robot impression sounds like. I, we can't let them down. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do this. What about this, right? If you would like to hear Richbot, what are you calling yourself? Richbot 100, but it's not, what, it's not me, it's the robot. But like I said, the motherboard fried during the podcast. If you'd like Richie to make sure that RichBot100 is fixed for tomorrow's podcast and you want to hear him in his full glory, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Drop us an email now, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Let's make this happen with people power. I guarantee you'll forget by tomorrow. RichBot100. You've reached the end of the Hometime Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.